You're listening to Paranormal Portal on Revolver Podcasts. everybody and welcome to the paranormal portal podcast i'm your host brent thomas thank you so much for being here with us uh thank you to all of you who are continuing to spread the word about the paranormal portal everywhere we're uh finding and meeting new people all the time that are listeners to the show and we have all of you to thank for that thank you so much and remember if you have a paranormal uh experiences or or story that you'd like to share please get a hold of me at paranormalportalradio at gmail.com and we'll get you on the show and uh you can be a guest as well so uh got a fantastic show coming up for you guys today uh longtime friend of the paranormal portal, uh, Shell Dion is back with us and uh, she's here to talk about the cat people and more. So we're going to have uh, an adventure tonight, ladies and gentlemen. So buckle up. We're going in. Welcome to the show, Shell. Hi, Brent. How are you? I'm doing good. I just realized what a tongue twister that was. Welcome to the show, Shell. <laughs> so, uh, it's great to hear from you again, yeah, though. It, Thanks for coming back on. Absolutely. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Um, in that minute, you know, a lot of things happen. Yeah. Um, it's always all about the, the Sasquatch people with me. You know, it's, it's where my life story began, mm-hmm. but, um, this whole adventure with cryptids has been like Pandora's box. We've talked about that before. It's like once you've rattled the cage too much and you press the right button, it just, it just starts opening and there's no stopping it. And, you know, <laughs> it, it was in dogmen and werewolves and aliens. And it's been the whole gambit of everything out there. Mm-hmm. And over the last few years, we've been having some encounters that I, I've kept to myself, except for in my private group, and, and it's been cat people, wow. and um, they're absolutely beautiful. I will add that. Um, mm-hmm. Most of the time, they're black. Um, so every now and then, you get a mix. Uh, they have beautiful, beautiful eyes, um, and... I, I had, and really what inspired me to give you this show uh-huh. is a year ago, exactly a year ago, and I brought, my daughter had brought it to my attention. She had an, an up-close encounter with one. Wow. Um, their eyes, for one, are not like a normal cat. They don't have, like, uh, the, the, you know, elongated pupil. It's a very round, dominant pupil, which you don't get with the other cryptids, you know, they're, they got these eyes that illuminate and all this stuff and you don't see people and, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're very different. They're, they're, I, I just put that out there. Um, very benevolent creatures so far that I've dealt with in the last four years. 
Um, I've never seen a show of teeth. I've never heard a growl. I've never seen a, a like a, a pouncing action. Um, you know, not, nothing negative. It's it's all been positive. Well, that's awesome. So I want to <laughs> say that right off the bat, it's positive. Oh, good. Okay. Nah. And right now, I guess today in this in this crazy world that we're living in, we need positives. Yeah. We do. <laughs> well, you know, I got to tell you, so, when you first talked to me about uh, cat people, I was like, "What people?" You know, I, I had never heard of this. <laughs> now I will tell you. And then I started showing you pictures of them, right. and then I started showing you pictures, and it's like, yeah. "Holy cow!" <laughs> right. And and I got to tell you, I did I did do a little poking around, and I talked with a, a friend of mine. Uh, Duke Sullivan about it as well, and he's like, "Oh yeah, there are the lion men. I, I don't remember if you said lion men of Moab or something like that from the Bible. Uh, there is a mention of these these uh, feline yeah. people, and so there is a historical precedent for it. I was blown away by that because this is definitely There's one huge, I've not heard of. Huge historical. Uh huh. I mean, if you get into the Egyptian stuff, sure. um, I mean that all ties into other. Okay, so. The Egyptian stuff came before they wrote the Bible, and you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of ins and outs of that stuff. Sure. But um, these Lyrans, uh, Lyran people, there, there's a lot of information out there if you type it into YouTube and stuff like that. But um, nothing's been negative. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like stories that I've gotten of how they began or how they come here. What's the truth on that? I don't know. Sure. I mean. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to claim to to know everything this soon in the game. It's only been four years of me knowing about them, mm-hmm. and I've gone at that slow. You know, I've had a lot of things that have held me back in the last couple of years, so it, it's not been me diving into it the way I used to dive into everything. Sure. I kind of go things a little more slow these days. But um, the one thing that did make me contact you, my daughter had brought it to my attention. She says, Mom. It was one year ago today that I met that cat person. Wow. And this this is kind of a funny story, mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah. It is, but it isn't. Sure. But um, my my daughter and I, we have, you know, she knows full on. My kids have been raised around these cryptids. And whether they wanted to believe in them or not, it just wasn't going to happen. It, they're just, boom, there they are, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, same the way that was with Whitney when I was, kid too you know if they're going to be in your life they're going to force their way into your life you don't have a choice in it it's coming and Cassie last year was the year she graduated and with that said you know what an 18 and a half year old that just graduates what they do they're going to they're going to brave the world. They're going to do it on their own. They're going to, yeah. and, and you've got to kind of step back. You've got to let them do. You've got to let them be. Mm-hmm. And I had shown her photos of things I had gotten in the backyard of cat people. And I had told her, you know, they had a run-in with them. And I had a run-in with them. And they're really peaceful. But I do want you to know, you come home late sometimes. And you may see this. And I don't want you to freak, you know. Just go ahead and get to the house. And. Usually I'm there awake waiting for her, but there's nights, you know. Sure. And she's like, okay, whatever, Mom. <laughs> that was the answer I got. Okay, whatever, Mom. Huh. So then, you know, let's speed up like a year or so, and I get a, a – well, my daughter's car had broke, and she <laughs> was too proud to tell me. She thought that she was going to get a paycheck that weekend. She's going to fix it. She's going to be all independent, and she had parked us out. At a place we call River Road, um, it's a one-laner. It's a lot of curves. Uh, it's got no no pain on the road. There's no lanes, no nothing. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a dangerous place to be to be walking. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a dangerous place to be staying. And I knew that she was staying out there with friends a lot, and she was managing uh, this late-night pizza um, store and. So I knew she would come in at 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. And so I made contact with my Sasquatch friends, and I'd say, hey, she's out there. And where, where she was actually at, I'd had a lot of rake run-ins. Mm-hmm. And that is the one critter out there that you'll see me fear. Yeah, I that's... could deal with that, man. I could deal with them <laughs> all. I've dealt with it. But sure. when it comes to that rake, man, mm, 
those things move like a speed of light. And I've hit one with my car accidentally, and it kept running like it didn't even slow it down. And they, they just, they, I'm, I'm in fear of them. Sure. And so I had made contact with the Sasquatch, and I said, you know, please, Cassie's hanging out in that area late at night. Can you just keep an eye on her, please? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm having a hard time letting go as a mom that's got to let go of a growing little bird. And it, it, it's harder when they're girls. Then sure. the, the two boys are easy, but for girls, it's harder to let go. Right. And so you always feel like you got to protect them. And so I had put that out there for them, and, and I kind of let it go. I just kind of like, I can't control the situation, so I just got to let it go. And so I would hear from her. You know, every day, or I hope to get an X at night. We had a deal that it's just a kiss at night, an X text message uh-huh. that she's in for the night. And that particular night, I didn't get the X until like 3 in the morning, and I was like, oh, my God, this kid's killing me. <laughs> and, you know, I wait for that text, you know. Sure. And I got it at 3 in the morning, a text, and I was like, why so late? And I didn't want to ask. I didn't want to pry give her her space. Sure. The next morning at 8.30, she wakes up, she calls me, and she's like, I need to talk to you immediately. And I'm like, okay. She's like, I got to go to Walmart and stuff before work. Do you want to go too? And I'm like, okay, all right, that's fine. You take any chance to see your teenagers at that age that you can. (laughs) And so my mom and I, we went, we met her, we had breakfast, and she's like, the first thing out of her mouth, we don't even have the menus in front of us, and she's like, you didn't tell me about cat people. Ooh. Mother. And I know when I get called mother, I'm in trouble. <laughs> it's, it's bad. I'm in trouble. Sure. And I said, I did. I did. I showed you pictures. I did. Mm-hmm. I said, I'll, I'll flip something back with my phone and I'll show you pictures. But before we go there, why are you attacking me about cat people? What is going on? Uh-huh. And she said, well, she says, last night, she said, my car wouldn't start again. And she said, that's our whole other conversation. But sure. I said, okay. And she says, well, I got to where I was supposed to stay at James for the night and this, you know, wife. And they had some people there that I didn't really mess with well. And she goes, I wanted to get right back in my car and leave. She goes, but it was hot and it wouldn't start on me. And I'm like, okay. And she said, well, she says, I called one of my drivers and asked them if they had left the store yet. And they said, we just got done, just cleaned up. What do you need? And she's like, well, she says, I'm all the way out here, which is way out by the river. And um, it would be, they were on the south side of town and where the river is, is for a little further south. So it would be like a 10-minute drive for him to get to her. Mm-hmm. And he, she says, can you please come pick me up and drive me to someone's house, I'm going to spend the night there, and I'll get my mom in the morning. So he's like, okay, sure. And so what does my crazy kid do? She starts walking down this dark road that is nothing but woods, nothing but a winding, turning road that's singular, and it's dangerous. It's very dangerous. It's not for some of the cryptids that hang out there, but the people Mm. and how they drive, especially on a weekend night. Um, I, I really had a scolding with her after that. Like you should have never attempted that. That was the wrong thing to do. Mm-hmm. But she said, I was perfectly safe. And I said, okay, how do you, how do you, you know, decide that you're safe in that situation? Because I really want to know here. And where does this cat people thing come into this? And she goes, well, she goes, I was walking on the side of the road. And she said, on the opposite side of the road, she said, I seen in the tree line, just at the edge, some yellow glowing eyes. Well, I'd never seen them with yellow. I'd only witnessed them with very, very ice blue eyes, gray eyes, and like a really, really, really light green color. Um, So I had never seen yellow. And she said, this. Thing, she says, shows me its, its eyes, and she said, I'm kind of mad, I'm kind of moody, and she said, so I said, oh, it's just one of you. <laughs> and she says, I said it out loud. Uh-huh. And she said, what I got back was telepathic. And she said, it said to me, 
what do you mean, one of you? And she says, one of my mom's friends. And he says, oh, well, do you think I know your mom? And he was kind of sarcastic with her. And she stopped. And she looked into the dark. And so he stepped up out of the tree line, more into the road where the moonlight showed on him. And he said, still think I'm one of your mom's friends? And she thought for a moment, uh-oh, I'm in trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he says, no, actually, he says, I'm doing a favor for one of your mom's friends. She's friends with the big, the big guys. And he said, she's asked for you to be watched. And he says, there's something behind you that is not very safe for you. And he says, so I'm here. And he says, and I'm not going to hurt you. And I'm going to walk with you as long as you need me to walk with you. Mm-hmm. And... So she's like, okay. And so she just starts walking on quite quickly. And she says he's walking behind her. And she can hear these nails clicking on the roadway. Mm -hmm. And she said it was very unnerving. And it's bothersome to her. She's never seen anything that looks like this. Um, The ones that we've seen around here have been mainly black. There was one that was more like a a tabby and very furry, long-haired. Um, fluffy kind. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been those fluffy kinds, but um, this one was more like what she said is, is striped, short haired. She says looking at its face reminded her of a tiger. Um, and she said it had it had a mane like a ligra, like you see the, the lion mixed with a tiger. Yeah. She said they had a full on, on mane, a huge mane and, and, and a big black mane. And so I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. I said, no, you know, what happened next? And she says, well, she says, I couldn't stand him walking behind me. She goes, so I just had to stop in the road. And she goes, I was really, she goes, I was tired. She goes, I was moody. And she goes, if I could go back, she goes, I would have probably been a little more nicer to him. She says, but I stopped and I said, can't stand you back there. Uh-huh. She goes, you're just, it, I don't know you, and I've never seen anything like you, and I can't handle you following me. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, I was doing it for safety. He says, but a left over here beside you on the other side here, if that makes you feel better. And she goes, yes, it does. Thank you. And she kept on marching. And she had told, she called and told her friend to pick her up at River Road and, and where the airport is. Okay. Um, there's a stop sign there and a street light mm-hmm. and that she would be there about the same time that he would arrive. And so that was that would be a mile and a half for her to walk. A mile and a half of which she walked with this cat person jumping in and around the trees and like sometimes he was on two legs, sometimes he was on four and he's running along beside her mm-hmm. and She said that she, at some point, felt easier. She she realized that, okay, he doesn't mean me any harm. He's had plenty of chances to, like, eat me in the night, and he hasn't. So um, she says, my mom has never told me about you people. She said, so, she goes, I'm assuming you're some kind of cat people. And he says, exactly, that's exactly what I am. And he says, and we mean your people no harm. He says, we're only here as guardians. And he says, we do help out with, with that, with the big ones sometimes. And he says, so this was my opportunity to meet your mom's child. And he says, so I took the, the advantage and volunteered to be here, right here now with you. And he says, I find you very interesting. And Cassie's like, yeah, I find you interesting too. And so they had a little chat there where they were on common ground. And she says right about then she's seen her friend's lights coming, and she said to him, on his car he has what is called a spotlight. And if he sees movement or something in the brush, she says he's likely to shine it on on you. Um, This guy has an old cop car that he uses to deliver pizzas. And so she goes, I don't want him to shine his light on you and hurt your eyes. I know that some of you, like you, are sensitive in the eye. And he said, well, I appreciate you telling me that. You know, he was saying thank you to her. Mm -hmm. In whatever terms he did it, it it was 
I don't know exactly. I wasn't the one getting the message. She was. But he had told her, thank you for thinking of me that way and that, you know, keeping keeping me private. And she said, he says, just tell me when it's safe for me to step away from you. And so she says he's coming pretty close. And she turned to look, and she couldn't see his eyes anymore. Mm-hmm. She couldn't see him. She couldn't see any movement of the greens or anything. And so she went ahead and kind of jogged up to her friend's car, got in, but then she stopped and she looked out and she said, thank you. And she got in the car and as they were driving away, he had said, it's customary that your people say you're welcome. Hmm. Wow. And so that was the encounter. And so... I, I'm jealous that she got to talk to them. I haven't got to talk to them yet. <laughs> but um, that was the encounter that she had, and she blew up on me. Mother, you never told me about cat people, sure. even though I had. I definitely tell her about anything new that's out there because I don't know about it, you know, until I study it for a bit. And um, I'm thankful to him. But the next day, we had a cold, rainy day, and... It was windy, and I decided to look out the back window, and just over the tops of the corn tips, there was a black-maned lion. The wind was blowing his mane. That's what caught my attention, and he was just barely tall enough over the corn to, to see him, so he had to be, like, you know, the corn was pretty dried up, you know, by that time the tassels are up, you know, and stuff, and... So he had to have been around seven and a half to eight feet tall on two legs. Wow. Um, And I took the picture through a window just because I thought if I go out there, I probably won't get it, and I definitely wouldn't have been tall enough to grab it. Yeah. And so I showed it to her. Then when I seen her again, I I said, is this the individual that you've seen? And she goes, yeah. When did you see him? And I said, that day that we came home after meeting you for breakfast, I said it started raining and stuff, and I looked outside, and I seen him standing out there. And she says, how would he find where I live from, you know, where I was? And, right. you know, how, how does that all work, Mom? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, if he's in contact with the big ones, maybe they directed him, and maybe he came here to try and introduce himself to me, but the weather just didn't work out. And I said, bummer, because I would have really liked to meet him myself and tell him thank you. Yeah. So that's, that's my cat story. That's really incredible. And, and I, I, can't, I can't get my head around what that would be like. Um, you know, I, I've heard these stories of telepathy, and, and I find it absolutely amazing and interesting. And, and I, I, you know, I, I, I wonder what that feels like to have those thoughts in your head rather than, well, I could you know. tell you, okay. I could tell you what it's been like for me. Um, for one, it's a much quicker way of communication. Oh, sure. Um, I didn't believe in it. And when it happened to me, I thought I was just losing my mind. Right. And I think I told you that on another show, yeah. but mm-hmm. you know, people can go back and listen to those shows. Yes. But telepathy is, um, your immediate thought, gets to that entity you're dealing with and their immediate thought comes back (laughs) and the conversation flows so much faster Mm. than what you and I are having here. Even emotions and, you know, when we talk, one thing what we do when we talk is sometimes we may have an argument with somebody because they didn't quite understand what we meant because there was no emotion with it. There was no uh, infliction in tones and stuff in it. Well, telepathy gives you even more than the conversation that you and I are having right now because the heartfeltness of the conversation is an immediate, it's like an immediate touch your soul type of, of feeling and right. communication. It's, it's a much better way of communication. And I used to be able to telepath between me and my daughter, but as she's gotten older, that's kind of, you know, slipped away. Sure. Um, I'd much rather the whole world be telepathic well, than yeah. what we do. Yeah. Uh, because 
I think there would be less problems in this world because people get misconstrued, they they get misunderstood, they, you know, we don't feel how another person or entity actually feels. We can only take from their verbiage and their, you know, yeah. their descriptive words of how they feel. Mm-hmm. Um, adjectives is, is what I'm trying to say, is, is how somebody tries to describe how you feel. When you're in that telepathic mode, you get the emotion, just as some clairvoyants will tell you when they've dealt with the dead and, and psychics and whatnot, because mm-hmm. I've been there. I don't like to, but I've been there with, with the other side. And, and you do sometimes take on that really big, huge downer. Yeah. You know, when sure. it's a bad situation. Right. But on the other side of that, when it's a huge um, upper and the conversation is really lighthearted, mm-hmm. um, you feel so energized and you feel so connected. Oh. Um, it's an amazing, and amazing thing. The one thing that I really, and I keep stressing for people out there that do have this ability and can speak with Sasquatch or other entities, they use this term called mind speak, and I just like I cringe when I hear it, and I can't help but say telepathy. Sure. Telepathy. There is a science. It's called telepathy. It's a proven science, actually, mm-hmm. and the brain waves have been working, and you know the government's done huge you know stuff with that, and they've done stuff with you know. Um, astral travel and remote viewing, all that kind of stuff. It, it's been being tested for decades and decades now. Sure. And so that's what it's like. It's like being in touch with someone on a level much higher than what we're used to. Right. Okay. And these beings are resonating higher than what we are. And I imagine that deceit would be harder too. I mean, there probably wouldn't be as much lying because, you know, you would know somebody's thoughts. Okay, everybody, I think it's time we got to take a break, so don't go away, and we'll be right back with more of the Paranormal Portal podcast in just a couple minutes. Hey, guys, Brent Thomas here of the Paranormal Portal podcast. We just wanted to take a moment to introduce you to the Paranormal Portal store. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, leggings, stickers, mugs, you name it, you might find it over there. So head on over to teespring.com slash stores slash paranormal dash portal and you too can help fund the Paranormal Portal podcast. Thank you so much for all that you do and thank you for being a part of our Paranormal Portal family. everybody and we're back and we're back at it here on the paranormal portal podcast buckle up we're going in yeah exactly like when it's been dog men Mm -hmm. and i've had to deal with them their sarcasm comes right through immediately and you know it's a negative entity Mm -hmm. you know that you're dealing with something negative or deceitful because it's there's a deceitful feeling to it and so you can just close your door to that instantly because I've been in the field when it's them uh, playing around and, and you're out there to deal with Sasquatch or whatever. And um, one of them comes about and their whole presentation comes across as them trying to be a trickster, yeah. trying to be tricky. And and you get it. You feel it. Wow. We cited. I have. Mm. That's incredible. Uh, you know, and again, I'm, I'm in the outside, outside looking in on all this, but I find it really, really compelling. And of course I, I believe, 
you know, that, that this is a natural ability, this, this talking with our mind. I think it is. I think that um, we probably do it a lot with our pets, but we don't really know it um, on a lesser level anyway. But I, I think that there's, Absolutely. That there's a connection between uh, pet owners and, and, their, and their pets They're, that really supersedes, you know, the, the command structure and the, and the obedience. Like your dog or, or cat will just cue on you. It'll know exactly how you're feeling. And, uh, you know, I like, I, I had a surgery one time and, and I had this, this really aloof black cat at the time. His name was Solomon. And he really, he, he was a loving cat, but he really didn't have, you know, he didn't really do the whole affection thing. But when, after I had that surgery, it was like I came in the door and he was glued to me. And he wouldn't leave me. He would get up. He would lay by me on the couch. He would get up and, and eat and do his business. And then he would come right back. And he stayed right by me for the whole time that I was here. Did he purr a lot when yes. he was next to you? Yeah, exactly. Um, because it's been like a, they've been doing science and investigation on that purring mm-hmm. and how it's supposed to be healing. Uh-huh. Um when you talk about anything with vibration, uh-huh. it raises frequency oh, and sure. therefore promotes uh, feelings of good uh, healing. Uh, music, who doesn't like music, but there's some people out there that don't. But um, <laughs> a lot of times listening to music, um, it changes our mood. It can bring us down. It can bring us up, you know. Sure. Um, yeah. But that's based on experiences and, and actually what we're subjecting ourselves to. Mm-hmm. But... Um, just the same as sometimes people get from listening to somebody speak that is um, maybe an inspirational speaker or whatnot. Right. It's the same thing. We have vibration coming through our vocal cords from the air crossing them, and that vibrational rate and tone may soothe certain people that are in jive with that or in jive with that person. Mm-hmm. And that is vibration is healing right and and vibration leads to frequency mm-hmm. you cannot measure vibration without using a frequency tool sure so it's all related and it's very important this day and age for people to be able to tune into things that are um of vibration to make themselves feel good and bring themselves from that just the downer doozy of watching any kind of news or TV and social media and whatnot. It, it's, you can't turn it on and not see the negative. It, it's all there. And I think a lot of us need to unplug and plug into more things that are going to feed our frequency, keep our frequencies high, and keep us more in an in a, um, upbeat way an upbeat tone and, and sure. um, enough cannot be said about what our pets do for us mm-hmm. and yes the telepathy is a huge thing with pets um, you can be hurting you can't tell your pet oh god I hurt right there yeah. You know? yeah. and then all of a sudden the next thing you know your, your cat or your dog is like right there right right where that pain was and yep. it's vibrating in some way yep. so whether the, the, the dog is licking you or the cat is, is purring yeah, there's there's healing coming through vibration. Yeah, it's it's it was really cool. Um, and, and he stayed and until I was better, and then after I was better, then he ran away and never came back. <laughs> he was just gone, but <laughs> but he stayed he stayed for that part though, you know, and that and that was really cool. And I, I figured that you know he's 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 cued into me. He knows what I'm feeling. And, and while I can't say I was as cued into him, I just know that there was that connection that this, this animal, this, this beautiful little being was able to sense that and, and to cue in on it. And, uh, you know, I'm sure he facilitated healing. I'm sure of it. Uh, it was just really, really cool. I'm, I'm really glad that I had that experience. Yeah. And you know, you may have been more cued into him than you realized that he was picking up because he is responsible, or you're responsible for giving him his food, his water, sure. his care. Yeah. And for that, he gives thanks, you know, and oh, sure. it's part of the cycle of life that we're in. Mm-hmm. And if more people seem sentient beings as, as a positive force in one way or another in our lives, um, I think there will be a lot less animal abuse out there. There would be a lot less 
child abuse, there will be a lot less yeah. of all the negative things that happen. But unfortunately, some people cannot overcome what their ad- adversaries were when they were children and yeah. all the um, the adversaries that come into their lives causing chaos. And, yep. uh, you know, some people never overcome those things and they don't have the tools to overcome those things. Yep. And it's, it's up to us to understand that kind of thing to bring that. You're doing it. I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a thousand musicians are out there doing it. And, you know, speakers, inspirational speakers, people that work with crystals. I mean, there's a lot of ways to um, tap into energy yeah. that this earth provides. The universe provides the earth with us, and we can tap into that. Um, I think that what you mentioned about telepathy, that you think we're all in some way connecting mm-hmm. to something um, we don't realize, um, I think we are all telepathic. Yeah. I think that some of us may not be able to quite get the hang of it because we try too hard, mm-hmm. um, but it it is there, it, and you can tap into it. It just it takes you maybe giving yourself that that room yeah. to experience. Um, and the only way you're going to experience is to not actively seek it and go after it, but mm-hmm. just let things flow. Um, I say this to my students all the time with, with Sasquatch that I'm teaching about all of that whole thing is, is this, just be. Mm, if you point. can just be, yep. that's when you're going to meet these creatures. Very that's cool. when you're going to meet this other dimensional side of things and to just be means don't seeking them don't don't go out there looking for them you can never go out there and find a bigfoot you go out there find yourself by raising your own vibration doing things that you know feel good to you hiking enjoying the nature uh, fishing, you know, whatever it is out there that you enjoy doing. If you find something out there, bird watching, photography, there's just all kinds of things to do outdoors that people just really don't even realize until they decide that they're going to go down this path. And then they start coming to me going, I just want to see a Sasquatch and all I do is see signs of them help me. And <laughs> that's when I step up and go, okay, if you want to learn, then let's erase your chalkboard because everything you've been told out there on how to seek them is it's not working for you and it's not going to work. So let's go about this different. Wow. Yeah. I suppose that's, that's a whole different, uh, whole different approach. And, and I, that makes sense. I mean, if something that you're not doing or something you're doing is not yielding results, then you definitely got to, you got to go to add it at a different angle. And, and I think that that can be really powerful. Very cool. Very cool. Now you had, you had mentioned, it's been, uh, uh, fun. yeah, I'll bet. I'll bet. You had mentioned that you'd like to discuss some other things as well. Um, and I really appreciate you bringing the cat people to my, to my, to my vocabulary, because I, I really hadn't heard of this before. Uh, it's brand new to me, but I, I think it's absolutely intriguing, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously going to look into it as much as I can. Uh, there isn't a whole lot out there as far as I can tell, but, uh, you know, I think it's I'll very powerful. I'll sending people your way. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I'd like to know a lot more because about Because people that are habituators are coming to me knowing that I've been doing this forever, mm-hmm. and they're going... Timidly, they come at me very timidly. Uh, have you um, ever um, <laughs> known a, or run into um, like a uh, cat being? And then they just spit it out real fast. And it's like, oh yeah, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, they're real. It's no big deal. You know, it's it's okay. Sure. Um, yes. What what brings that? What brings us into more of that is years and years ago when I had started this. Um, the Sasquatch had kept coming to me with the, the, the time of the knowing, the time of the knowing. It's all they want to talk about. you got to talk about the time of the knowing. Your mm-hmm. people must know about the time of the knowing. And it's like, okay, so the time of the knowing, what, what is that exactly? 
Uh-huh. And they would say, well, it's when your people know about our people and stuff like that. And so, you know, for a long time, I was real into that. And, and then as time goes on and decade passes or so, you start, you know, other things come into and, and change the course. And, and you kind of you kind of forget those beginnings that you, you started with. And um, just recently... I just kind of, I kind of woke up to that because I thought about the time of the knowing. You know what? Mm-hmm. All these beings that have represented cat people are not just it. I'm going to tell you, I have pictures of things lately that I'm going, oh my God, what is that? <laughs> oh God. Sure. You know, I don't even want to admit that I've seen that. I don't even want to admit I got a picture of it. I'll just, I'll deal with that later. Mm-hmm. We'll deal with that later, Brett. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to call them at this point. Sure. But, there's things, there's lots of things and they're coming and they're coming more and more and more and they're coming into line with me to where I'm getting photographs of them and I'm experiencing them and I'm going, I don't, I don't know what to do with this. I don't, I don't know what to do with this, but it, it approached me yesterday. Um, when I was just sitting and thinking all this craziness that was going on TV and stuff was like, Oh God, I, I can't take any more of these lies. And uh, David was like all into flipping from Fox News to CNN to this to that. To that. Uh-huh. I'm like, Ugh, I can't take it. <laughs> Going to my room to meditate. Sure. So as I was sitting there and I was thinking about the whole journey, it comes it comes to my mind the time of the knowing. Well, you know what? It's that's why they don't talk about it anymore. It's been here. It's uh-huh. been here all along, mm-hmm. and now it's kind of kind of slipped past us. They did have disclosure last year with Sasquatch. The government had admitted that they were real. And it was such a hush-hush slided into your evening news kind of thing that not many people even noticed it. But they did. They did have disclosure. And the UFOs were a disclosure. Um, It's still being disclosed. And it's a huge thing. But they're not telling you exactly what you need to know about that, mm-hmm. which kind of ticks me off a little bit, because for as many good beings out there that there are, there's also bad. Yeah. And there, there's a balance to everything. And just like some of these canine, um, you know, and, and I've done the show for you that was dog versus wolf creatures and yeah. trying to get people to understand that not all of these canines are bad. Right. And... Not every Sasquatch is good, and and sure. there's a balance in everything in this world, in this life, in this universe, in the different realms, in the different dimensions. It's all a balance. Mm-hmm. This universe is about balance. And so this time of the knowing, it, it's come. It's here. Mm-hmm. And what they were talking about was not just themselves, but how the veils have been since 2012 is when I really think that it really started to just, the, the veils really started to thin. And maybe that whole Mayan calendar was about the beginning of that. Right. And like, okay, so the time of the humans has uh, being raining on this earth is, is not, it's not done completely, but it's shared now. Yeah. It's not, individually ours mm-hmm. it, there's more and more things coming through mm-hmm. and the more that they come through the more encounters that are happening with people and 10 years ago when i started talking about dogman and i i come across that first photograph and i i had that first you know interaction and and it was negative and I was going, oh, my God, the thing that I said never to is, is real. I, I was all hooked on this got-to-see-it-to-believe-it thing. Mm-hmm. That's gone right out the window. I, I'm no longer that way. <laughs> I, mean, I see it, and I was like, okay, I believe it. you know. Right. But I, I don't actively go out there and seek new things. It just comes mm-hmm. to me. And maybe I'm blessed in that way. Maybe I'm cursed in that way. I, I don't know. I don't sure. want an answer to give you on that one. I'm still out. The jury's still out on that. <laughs> but I do know that it takes um, a special kind of person to cope with all this stuff because a lot of times you have to protect yourself and you have to 
proud the spirituality um, in your back pocket to j- just you know, get out and say, mm-mm, no, mm-mm. Yeah. You, you don't take rain here and take control of the situation. And that, took some, that was a learning curve. That, that took some time. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the majority of this, it, it's been good. The majority of all these things that I've encountered has, you know, sometimes been extremely scary. And I will tell you, some of the scariest things have meant me no harm. Hmm. Some of the things that have looked like what I would call something demonic and uh, just terrifying mm-hmm. has meant me no harm. Uh-huh. And in the end, I had all that fear for nothing. It comes, it went, it comes, it goes, mm-hmm. and it's, you know, it's just being. Just being here in our realm, and it seems to be a new realm for it, because it's finding its way just like we find our way around it. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's, that's kind of the more that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um, that everybody to be prepared to... It's in this. If you are into Sasquatch and you think that it's all just about Sasquatch, mm. um, you don't you don't have control of the gas pedal. Right. Okay. Right. And at some point, you're going to hit the wrong button on that little Pandora's box that you're playing with, and it's going to open up, and it's going to keep opening up, yeah. and it's not going to stop. I don't care how much you pump the brakes; it's not going to stop for you. Sure. And you're going to see the world in a different way. And you're going to meet people that you're going to go, oh, I'm sorry. I told you I thought that didn't exist. Okay, everybody. I think it's time we got to take a break. So don't go away and we'll be right back with more of the Paranormal Portal podcast in just a couple minutes. everybody and we're back and we're back at it here on the paranormal portal podcast buckle up we're going in that's that's something that now when somebody comes to me i listen closely i listen closely to their encounter i don't care how out there or strange it is what they're telling me of something that they've they've seen or they've experienced mm-hmm. I put it in the back pocket and go, okay, I haven't seen that yet, but I know it's a possibility. And then, <laughs> you know what? It seems like no time at all passes and it's like, oh, boom, there it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Okay, nothing to be afraid of. Go on. Mm. You know, so it's kind of like a warning to people that are into this. I know the, the people that are listening to these shows and your show mm-hmm. are people that are all curious. Um, they believe or they wouldn't be here. Right. Or they're, they, you know, even if they're curious and they go, I've got to see it to believe it, they've got something that is driving them, something that's bringing them, mm-hmm. something that is making them curious. And when you have that curiosity, just remember, it can kill the cat. <laughs> well, I, I'll be the first to Curiosity admit. can't kill the cat. I'll be the first to admit that, uh, you know, when I started doing this show, I figured I had, I had most of this stuff figured out in my head. I just, you know, I knew what this was. I knew what that was. I knew I had an idea about what, what's going on here. But in the course of doing this show over the last several years, my views have changed so drastically. And my willingness to open my eyes to other possibilities has changed drastically as well. And I, you know, I, I, I never would have guessed, but it just never ceases to amaze me how little we know. And that's, I think, and the how most... how much we grow. Yeah, but it, we're, it's such a humbling thing to realize we don't know much of anything about what's going on here. So, a little bit yeah. about a lot. Yeah. That's what I say these days. Yeah. I know a little bit about a lot. I've really had a really amazing life. Sure. A blessed life to see all that I've seen, because I, personally, it comes down to a question the other night. I had somebody ask me, one of my kids said, 
Shelly, if you could go back and just know about the Sasquatch and not have all this other stuff come on onto you, um, would you go back? And I was like, wow, that's a deep question. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, you know, bad or good, I guess. I would rather know that I'm living in a world that where that exists than yeah. to not know at all. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I think the whole idea that there's there's so much depth and mystery still in the world is exciting to me. I think it's, you know, of course it's cautionary as well because, you know, as you stated, we don't know what's there, but I think many of us are just convinced that there's a hell of a lot more than we thought we knew. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And there's so much that I don't share. Mm. I sit on until I collect information on it, and when I have, you know, five, six photos of it, and then I start, you know, experiencing it a little bit and kind of getting a feel for what it is, then I go, yeah. oh, hey, yeah, this is a thing, and then I present it to those that are followers of me or, um, you know, definitely to my students because sure. sometimes they do need to have the one up on something right. um, out in the field. Um, there are some highly negative things in this world. Mm. Um, but for every highly negative thing, there's a highly positive thing, just like that cat person that night with my daughter. Sure. I do believe these things are a really higher resonating being than we are. Mm. I think that um, from the questions that I pound into the big ones, the Sasquatch, you know, the ones that'll give up information, um, you know, I think that they, they're more in the 5D world because they are just on the other side sometimes and you can't see it, but your camera's seeing it and, there's, there's all kinds of controversy over why that is. Right. And we won't even get into that because that's a whole topic. <laughs> but um, I do think that there's dimensions where they're, they're peeking in and there's places on this earth where they can, they can peek in, they can enter in, they can, there's more active areas than in other places. Yes. And in those places, it's like the parallel dimensions that are playing a big part on this earth. And in this universe itself, um, the doorways and stuff, sometimes you see pictures where these things are just all like just piled on top of each other, peeking in, mm-hmm. and there's different beings and stuff. And it's like, what are they at the door? Are they at a door looking in? Right. You know, why are they all in that like little area? Why aren't they spread out a little bit? Sure. So is there different areas that they can come in and go in? Um, I do think so. I, I believe so. Uh-huh. Um you know, for every question, there's an answer, but unfortunately, we don't have an answer for every question. <laughs> I, I, I tell my students that all the time. It's like, I will tell you what I know, but when I don't know, I just have to say I don't know. Yeah. You know I, I may put it on the clipboard. I may give it to you two hours two hours later. I may give it to you two days later. I get maybe two years, but, right. you know, I'll, I'll try to get it to you when I know. But <laughs> it's, a, it's a, such a wide, diverse topic when you get into cryptids these days, because it's not just Sasquatch and canines anymore. Right. It's not. And I don't, I don't care who wants to argue with me on that. I can give you proof to show you that it's not. So I'll win that argument. Bring it on. So <laughs> yeah. well. I've seen it. I've lived it. I've experienced it. My family has. Um, we have pictures of it. We have videos of it, you know, um, you can't change my mind on it, so don't pick the argument with me because I lived it. It was my experience. Right. That's that's kind of how I go about things, and I won't even argue. I, if somebody oh, wants sure. to argue, I just no. They don't even get an answer out of me. Yeah. Because it's, it's not it's not worth my time. It's not worth my while to even entertain people that I think sometimes are put in places to argue with us to bring the vibration of that discussion down. Uh, um, when you talk about the whole Bigfoot community and how much um, animosities that are going on and competitiveness and yeah. all the people that have rushed into it by the thousands, it's yeah. unbelievable compared to what it was when there was just 250 of us back 
you know, 15 years ago when we were the first people on Facebook with one group, you know, it's, it's insane <laughs> yeah. that there's just thousands and thousands and thousands of people. And a lot of these people come forth with knowledge. They come forth with things that they're experiencing. And I used to slap the hand of all the keyboard, keyboard warriors mm-hmm. um, and all those armchair researchers. And now I find value in the armchair researcher because the Internet has grown so vast that when you're trying to find information, some of the best armchair researchers out there that I know, Mm -hmm. I run to them and I go, hey, what do you have on this? Because I just got a photo of this. I seen it. I don't know what it is. Help Mm me. And and they do. And so now... I have found a place for armchair researchers, sure. and it's where I don't have the time. It's where I don't have the the time mm-hmm. and just the skill to pour through hours and hours and hours of encounters and all that's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, YouTube is just massive these days. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, everybody is like, I, I can see where people are tearing each other apart, but I can also see where people are starting to come together. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And I hope it continues. Me too. And, and, I, I, and I, that, I agree that those armchair researchers are valuable because there's a lot of people who are incredibly passionate about this, but unfortunately they physically can't go out and do the, the, the boots on the ground kind of stuff. So they can be valuable absolutely. to the whole field by, you know, looking through the information out there and helping, uh, you know, others discern it and, and filter it and, and uh, try to connect some dot, or dot some I's and cross some T's. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely. And just finding those right people, though, yeah. oh, um, sure. you know, that could be the tour. Yeah. But um, they are there, and utilize them. And sometimes it's just your approach. Um, you know, they've been scorned. They've been smacked on the hands so much by the ones that are boots on the ground. Yeah. And, you know, um, I used to be that. I can't be that boots on the ground anymore, but I can be right there here in my own area because it's all over me. Yeah. And so, and, and what I can't do, I still go to my old areas in my car. I use long-range lenses and stuff. I still get the same stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been doing research for so many years now um, that I just, I don't have, there's so many people trying to reach out to me all the time Mm -hmm. and I still encourage them to come to me. You know, you look me up on Facebook, Shell K-O-P-D-N and it's S-H-E-L K-A-O-K-E D-I-O-N. Look me up, come to me and, and I will do my best to help you. If I don't know the answers, I will try and put you in touch with someone that does. And, and hey, if it's Sasquatch that, that you're all into, hey, I'm all for, for that. that. That's the fun stuff. That's yeah. the stuff that I know the most about. That's the stuff that brought me to this world in, in uh, the whole Internet when I finally put my clipboard down and said, okay, it's time to make this a bigger thing and, and get out there and meet other people that have the same experience. Sure. Um, Come on. Yeah. Well, you, Tell you, you. Bring it to me. Generally, at this point of the show, I would say, hey, let people know how to get in touch with you, but you just did that. <laughs> you're a natural. You're a, I'm good like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm good like natural. that. Uh, yeah. Maybe a little psychic edge there. Yeah. Um, the Whisper Walkers like page, hit us up on that. Um, we don't share our photographs on our, our like page because people are thieves. People mm-hmm. aren't nice out there. Yeah. It's the internet. You get good, you get bad. So um, we do, however, and and David plays a huge part of that. Get some of the best uh, articles, information that you want to read up and learn things. Um, it's a learning page. If you want to go to that, you know, hit like and and you know, join up on the um, getting the notifications of that. It's a place to learn. Um, I do have my private groups you're not going to get in without talking to me. Mm-hmm. So if you want to do that, you, you gotta, you've got to hit me up on Facebook. You've got to talk with me. You've got to get to know me. And then, yeah, I'll let you in. I'll, I'll show you the world. I'll show you things 
that you never thought possible. I'll show you things that you didn't know even existed. Mm-hmm. And you're going, what is that? And I'm going, I'm learning. But let's learn together, you know. Sure. And it's fun. We have a lot of fun in our group. I, you're a part of that group. I know mm-hmm. you know yep. that it's, um, you know, fun. And I do so much for that group yeah. that it's gotten to where I'm going, okay, I need a little help here. Um, medically, some things have happened to me and I can't keep up, mm-hmm. and so, you know, toss 20 bucks my way, and, and I'm going to open up the Pandora's box for you. I'm going to show you what's in it without you having to do it yourself, without you having any harm come to you or yours, and you can just sit back in your comfy little chair and look at your cell phone with your feet up and go, wow, look what Shell did today. <laughs> and, you know, hey, it's there for you. Um then, like I said, also, I have my whole curriculum on Sasquatch open to select people. It depends on what your needs are, and, you know, I decide that by how you approach me, what you come to me with, and what you want. It's all up to you. You know, you got to take those steps. That's excellent, and uh, thank you so much for coming back on the show. It's always a pleasure, and I love sitting back and talking to you, so... Uh, thank you again for coming on the portal and, and uh, helping us understand this, this other phenomena. I hope to come back with more information on them someday. <laughs> I hope to learn more about them this summer. Um, it's definitely a big part of what I'm doing this year, uh, focusing on the cat people Very and cool. the, beautiful, the beautiful way they present themselves. And I hope people out there that um, if you are seeing something like that, don't be in fear. I have four years of dealing with them now in the summertime only. They're usually gone by winter. Um, it's only been positive, positive, positive. So oh, don't cool. fear. Well, thank you again for coming on, and uh, we'll be in touch, and we'll get you back again to share more. Thanks for having me. All right. Talk thank to you, you soon. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us here on tonight's show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please feel free to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Paranormal Portal Radio, as well as finding us on Twitter. We're on Twitter at Paranormal Portal, P-O-R-T-L. And uh, we'd love to have you stop by our YouTube page and subscribe and check out our shows there. we got hundreds of shows in our, uh, our, our vault of <laughs> journeys into the paranormal portal. So I hope you'll check it out. Check it out, guys. We're over there at youtube.com slash paranormal portal. So hope to see you guys soon. Uh, we'll be back of course, for more podcasts in the coming days. So, uh, stay tuned, but we love you all. Be good. Be kind. Be nice. Take care of each other. Help each other out. Find the magic in every day and remember to laugh as much as you can. Take care, everybody. <laughs>